do you feel better than you look? Because you said to me you don't weigh yourself. Which means it's not like you're on some strict like, hey, let's work out to get to a certain weight. It appears that you're just trying to get to a place of feeling good. But you yeah, look good. I just like to make myself feel good. Right now, I feel amazing. Really? Because I did yoga. I worked out a little bit before I came here. Yoga? Yeah. I've never All heard a rapper say they do yoga. All my hoes do yoga. Hey, you know. <laughs> Why yoga? Um... It's, it's changed my life. It's been beautiful. Yoga? It's like some of the some of the poses that you're in, yeah, they yeah. uncomfortable at first. But it's like you focusing on yourself and focusing on your breathing. Like you find comfort in your discomfort. It teach you how to deal with life's difficult challenges. You find comfort in your discomfort. In that, your discomfort. That's a bar. By learning how to surrender. What do you mean like surrender? Yoga, yoga was super hard for me at first because I didn't want to just surrender. I was, I, I was, I still had toxic masculinity issues. I was trying to be too tough, too hard for myself. And it was translating in when I would try to do the poses. I'm not about to bend over this way. I'm not about to do that. And I could put my complete hands under my feet and stretch my legs all the way out. Really? Yeah. I, deep, I, I do it with the intention to get stronger in my journey, not stronger in my stretches. I'm getting better. I get 1% better every day. That's so interesting you said that. So you really think that, because I know you said toxic masculinity, but it's just like, I get what you're saying. Like, you think maybe some of your inhibitions towards, well, I'm I'm not about to bend over like this. this That's the first thing. When I I was in a, um, I was in prison. And my seller was like, man, bro, you ought to go do yoga. Man, you go in there and do yoga. I'm not about to, you go in there and bend over. I'm not about to do that pussy-ass, bitch-ass shit. And then later on, later on. I'm not even a thug. (laughs) Then later on, I went and tried it. And after the first two minutes, I had to run and go to the bathroom and shit my guts out. And yoga is really more difficult than we make. It look easy because people make it look easy. They graceful with it. But yoga, like when I meet women now and they say, yeah, I, I do high yoga, I'd be like, you're a gangster. How did you kind of um, let down your guard? Or not, I don't even know if you want to call it a guard, but like just you said you said kind of surrender or submit to. to my, surren- be- my surrendering started um, when I started holding myself accountable because I was operating out of ego. That's toxic masculinity, you know. Going- we all do, though. I was really operating out of ego. Mm. Most of my ego was fear-based. Okay. Like, not trying to look vulnerable or seem vulnerable. Or, because, like, we all been hurt. We all been scarred. So our ego serves to protect us. That's it. But I appreciate my ego. Thank you for keeping me safe. You got me here. But I don't need you anymore. Like, my ego would have kept me from ever coming sit down with you and talk with you. Mm. Especially about like sensitive topics, sensitive subject matters. Uh, I done did yoga before. One time, I was doing a pigeon pose and laid in there and cried. The lady came and put her hands on my back. She said, "The, the energy you feeling, or emotions, is not your own right now. This psychic debris." She was like, "Most of our emotions are harbored in our gut and our hips." Mm. And she said, "What you having right now is an emotional detox. Just cry it all out." And after that, I felt better. 
Because it was so much that I was suppressing that I never had got rid of. And now I just don't even care. I cry in front of anybody. I don't care. That's so interesting because I think this has, and you tell me if maybe this has. If I, if that's what I need to do. Tell me if this has anything. To, maybe this is what it, it, it is for me too. And by the way, the, I was so excited for you to come here. By the way, welcome to another episode of Off the I was Record excited Podcast. to come here. Thank you for having um, me. I have Kevin Gates here. It's been a few years since we sat down. I was on Everyday Struggle, and I didn't even know what to think of him when I first met him. But he he, he judged me. I did. I he ju- said I used skin lightning cream. Hey, he said I. Uh, you said some no, horrible. No, no. You I'm, said some horrible things. About no, no, you're me. right. And, and and I'm gonna be honest with you. I told Kevin. I said, Kev, <laughs> before you came, I remember even because. I felt I covered a lot about you publicly because, you know, I do some new stuff on, yeah. in hip hop. I remember I was telling everybody. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Who was in the cast and the crew, I was like, yo, hey, watch out with the questions with him. He has a short fuse. He might get violent. Hey, he, uh, um, um, these are like, and I was completely if judging. If it's not an imminent threat. Then you not you never gonna see me get violent, and then most of the people that have seen me get violent, it's never no big crowd around. It's gonna be between me and them, cause when you're against this personal, it's understood. I was completely yeah. I don't naive do that. You that. never seen me go back and forth with nobody on the internet. No, but you're right. You never. However, <laughs> I felt I felt that when we did the interview, it was a spiritual. We had a spiritual conversation. Yes, sir. A lot of questions that I came in, like, nah, nah. I mean, I may have asked them, but, like, the the, the worth and the actual information that I got from that interview was more about getting to know you. Yes, sir. It wasn't about asking some of these stupid questions that I may have thought I needed to ask because I saw on, on online. Yes, sir. And, um... That's why I'm so excited about you even being here again today. I'm excited, too. Thank you. Um, to get back to that first question, though. I mean, I'm to be to be honest with you, just to see the progress that we both have made, just in our last you. time speaking with one another, is beautiful. Thank like you. you got your own spot now. I remember when you didn't. You know how difficult it is to do these type of things. I know. I've been in the industry 17 years. You know how many doors I had slammed in my face. So it's just beautiful to see. I can I can sit back and appreciate. You know the things that you're doing based on what I saw from humble beginnings, and I'm thankful of you because I know I judged you publicly, and I thought you would have reacted huh. in the sense of, well, it wasn't an imminent threat. Like okay. that's just talking. You don't hear me talking back and forth on the internet with nobody. That's horse playing. That's true. Yeah, you ain't like I say. That's this. It's simple with me. I love my family. I protect my family. Somebody talking, that's horse playing. I teach my children that that's horse playing. Now, somebody try to hurt me or my family, I'm going to pin you to the flow. 
but something's getting on your and that's skin, just what bro. it is. So, so if somebody's saying something about you, like say it's not about families or something sensitive, say they're like, I don't know, they're poking at you because that, that's what online is. Well, I used to allow those things to not nah, you. When we talking about the old Kevin Gates, toxic yeah. Kevin Gates, yeah, I used to allow those things to to affect me. But I was never going back and forth on the internet. I'm trying to catch you and see you. Mm. And you got to see me. You, I mean, you talking like you want to see me. You show sure you want to see me? And it just, you know, I was on drugs and shit then. That's bullshit. I cringe a lot of time when I look at old pictures really? of myself. But then sometimes I learn to start having an appreciation for it to look at it like, look what I, what I came from. What got you off drugs? I started replacing my negative habits with healthy habits. That's hard, though. I, I, I think hard. we look at you, and I've, I've seen such a transformation, whether it's just, like, physically, but even the just last, watching you evolve last, as a man, we last, think it's easy. The last stimulant that I was really doing, when I said in the song, um, got on that Adderall, in the, with, got on that Adderall yeah, in the gym yeah, three yeah. times a day, how I got skinny, got on that alcohol, which kind of helped me block out all my symptoms. Me taking mushrooms... Really kind of took me away from like Adderall. Mm. So you were in the process of self medicating. Yeah, like the last drug I could say stimulant I really did was was Adderall, which if that's a drug, because I'm super a d d d d d d. But it's like it's like the mushrooms; they do the same thing, but it's no crash. I could go right to sleep afterwards. They got this algae called blue algae. And it's like nature's natural Adderall. You focus and everything. It's it's kind of interesting you mention that because a lot of when when I hear you talk, I'm like, this motherfucker Kevin Gatesby kind of sound like he has like some type of spiritual awakening. I'm on mushrooms right now. Really? Yes, sir. That's not true. Yeah, I'm on mushrooms. Right hey, listen, now. I've heard about mushrooms. They said when you take mushrooms, somebody got to guide you to, through a trip, or you might be seeing like two people with two heads. Like that's what I've heard about it. That's I never seen people with two heads, what, and then it's different types of mushrooms. Like I'm not on any psychedelic mushrooms right now. I took some turkey tail, some reishi, some lion's mane. I mean cordyceps. I mean all of these different type of mushrooms, like the genius mushrooms. These mushrooms aid and assist you on a metaphysical level. Help me understand it, because because I'm, like I, I got am this pre workout. Yeah. It's made by Ambrosia. I uh, send you the link to your phone, but it's a pre-workout that I take it, and it's a mushroom-based pre-workout. And I go to the gym and work out on mushrooms and talk to myself and have fun. I go to the gym and do things that give me energy. I'm not going like people be like, "What you about to go do at the gym?" Just play around. Mm. I'm gonna play around a little bit. I'm not in there trying to. Go, oh God, I'm not. I'm not no bodybuilder. When I think about mushrooms, like recently I've seen videos like Boosie takes mushrooms, I guess. And like when I watch his actions, I'm like, he's like very jovial and jokey. But I'm like, I don't think this is a drug that could have you as composed as you are right now. Maybe that person takes different types of mushrooms than I take. But, Mm. you know, all mushrooms don't give you a psychedelic effect. Really? All of them don't. How did you learn that? Because I've been taking them and studying mushrooms. Like, I went through a phase where I was like, I'm not taking Adderall no more. I'm not doing this no more. I'm not By the way, Adderall that. could be a crazy tra- I know, uh, like, well, his brother. Like, his brother w- w- was was a guy who I went to college I with. I was a monster. 
He was taking a lot of those. I was a monster on Addis. I heard, I heard if too much, it could lead you towards hallucination, almost schizophrenic like experiences, which could be very dangerous. No, I, I, I never me. experienced that, but I guess because I was using mine to go to the gym. Okay, okay, okay. I go to. I would use mine as a pre workout. It was it was dangerous though because I was taking Adderall and all the like two different two scoops of pre workout. Go to the gym, kill myself. I guess the only thing that really kind of saved me that I was drinking a lot of water. Mm. And then I go. So you weren't like drinking Red Bulls and stuff because that sounded like it would be toxic. Nah, but I was taking pre workout, and you got to think like one scoop is like three hundred milligrams of caffeine. Mm. So this six hundred milligrams of caffeine, I'm flushing with a lot of water. Then I'm going back to the gym. Were you but, just trying to lose weight to get skinny? Like, why were you going so hard? That seems I was, excessive. I was dealing with depression. I was, I, I didn't want to be fat. I, I, I was committed that I wasn't gonna have no surgery. I was gonna do whatever it took to have a great body. Mm. You know, I used to compare myself to the people on Instagram, not knowing that they had surgery and all. Oh, they all had surgery. You know, I the didn't dudes, know that. By the way, the dudes are telling me now they're like, "Yo, act, let's go get the surgery." The the dudes are getting yeah. the surgery more than the girls now. You can go get it, but so you not, never got surgery ever. No, sir. You're not gonna be disciplined. I'm kind of fearful of surgery because I had suffered a gunshot. I sustained a gunshot wound on my leg, and. I got a prosthetic femur bone. I wasn't supposed to walk and all that silly shit. I was the first one to have that surgery. Shout out Dr. Um, Rodriguez. He performed that surgery on me in Louisiana. And I wasn't supposed to walk, run, none of that again. And I run and jog. I'm really run faster than I ever ran in my life now. Wow. And I'm just, I'm kind of been fearful of surgery. I said, I'm never willing to go through this again. So, you know, but when people say that, I used to, man, what the fuck? These nigga talking about that head surgery. But now I'm like, bitch, I look so good. You think a nigga sculpted me. No, I the, just add a positive. You know, like, they I, say you had something called 360 lipo. Who, me? That, that's what they say. That, that's a new thing for dudes, by the way. So so the dudes who want to get, like, you know, get, because you look built, my nigga. <laughs> like, you look like. It's been a journey. It's been, what, 2018 all the way to here? Yeah. I only eat one meal a day. And then. If you notice, all the dudes that have surgery, they get right back fat. Facts. Because they never discipline themselves on how to eat correctly. Why do you eat one meal a day? You ever ate something and then got tired and went to sleep? Well, you from Jamaica, so you oh, know. Oh, yeah. The you itis always happens. You ever man. ate something and just got tired and went straight to sleep afterwards? That's kind of normal for me. Your, body, good, had to, your, you your, your body had to go to sleep to break down those solids. With me is... I noticed that my body go through the well, everybody's body, but I'm gonna just speak for me because I don't want to sound triggering to anybody that might be watching. My body goes through the ingestion phase. When I leave here, I probably eat maybe like um maybe like six or seven p.m. I'm gonna eat. You didn't eat yet? No, no, sir. No, no way. You're starving yourself. No, I'm not. I'm not hungry. My body don't get hungry till six or seven. I'm gonna go through the ingestion phase. Then I'm going to go through the digestion phase where I'm sleeping. My body going to digest the food. Then in the morning when my tongue white, I'm going through the cleansing phase. I'm going to drink hot water with lime. And it promotes alkalinity in the body. Then I'm going to take me a scoop of mushrooms and start my day. You know what's so interesting even even talking to you? And because I've heard about certain people who have certain type of diets or not even diet, but just how to wear life too and much how to eat. Too much food make you weak. 
But how do you do that on the road? You're on the road right now. You got your guys with you. Um, you guys probably got to wake up a certain time, hit this place, this place, this place, do this interview, do this pop-up, go to this studio. Mm, I was up. I landed pretty early. I came in, took a nap. Okay, yesterday I landed like maybe 6 or 7 p.m. It was still daylight. I don't remember. I um, I, I laid down and took a nap. Took me a, um, I did a Zoom meeting. I had a Zoom meeting. I got up from my nap, did a Zoom meeting. And then after that, I went and got me some pizza. Okay. Some uh, some pizza and some fish. Because I was like. That's a snack. Yeah. I went and got me some pizza and some fish. I probably ate a few bites of the pizza. And I ate a few bites of the fish. Wait, you're not eating the full meal? I wasn't hungry. My, I don't be hungry because I do a lot of core work. Like when you work your stomach, you, you make it smaller. It don't take a lot for me to get full. You told me before, and I'm sorry, I'm bringing stuff that we sent out there, but certain stuff. Like, you say you were 318 at one point. Yes, and I sir. look at you, there's zero weight. You were three, you know, you're 318 pounds. To keep that weight or to maintain that weight, you're used to eating certain portions, certain drinking, times a day. I was drinking a lot of promethazine and codeine. That make you hungry, increase your appetite. Your That's body true. holds nothing but fluid because you're not drinking water to flush anything. I'm drinking sodas with that. So I'm drinking eight ounces of syrup. I'm drinking maybe I'm drinking maybe four twenty ounce sodas a day. I'm delivering Lord love the truth. God love the truth. God bless you. I'm drinking maybe four sodas a day on ice. And I'm just eating. So my body not even flushing itself properly. You know what I had to do to shit? What? Take X Lex. Really? I was so stopped up. I was so stopped up. My colon was so stopped up from from all of the trash and the poison I was putting in my body. I had to give myself a, a enema, a colonic, because I was so stopped up with shit, mm. waste, rotting my insides out. How do you get off of that um, that type of you know habit? Your will gotta be stronger than your habit. I had to really work with myself and say every time I got I get a craving to smoke weed or do this, I'ma just drop down and do some push-ups. And it became habit. And then I was around people that was working out and in shape. And that shit made me feel bad. And one time I was holding a baby, my partner baby. And it was like by the grace of God, I was more ashamed than taking myself serious. But I was holding a baby and the baby tried to suck my titty. I had breasts. Wow. Yeah. You know. So then everybody laughing, but they trying not to let me see that they laughing, but I'm seeing y'all laughing at me, and I look down and see what the baby doing. I'm like, here, bro, go ahead, take the baby. I was crushed. That was the most embarrassing shit in the world to me. That's one thing I noticed when we did our and last I was like, this is the last straw. When we did our last conversation, there was very, there was certain moments I realized that, you were very aware of body issue, body issue type of conversations where it could be shaming to somebody who's overweight. Yeah, because I done been fat. That's why I don't agree with people when they be like, yeah, you got to do this. Bitch, you don't know what it's like to be fucking fat. I know what it's like to be fat. I know what it's like. It's an everyday, it hurt. You dying on the inside every day, I know what that's like. I know what it's like to walk in a room and feel awkward. I know what it's like to want the girl, but shit, 
she fat, so I gotta leave with the money or the sway, cause I'm I'm fat. I know what that's like. A lot of people not gonna tell you no, they know what that's like, and they don't know what that's like. Then it's days that you fat and you don't eat and you still ain't losing no weight, cause you not knowing that your body retaining, is retaining all of this because your your metabolism is slowed down to where it's not even burning the food up no more. Right. But if I could go back in time, I would have told myself, I'd have started myself off just walking. Just walking and drinking water. Every day, walking and drinking water and gradually work myself up into a level that I'm comfortable because this is a journey. It's a marathon. It's not a destination. So I, every day I'm trying to get 1% better. If I could do five push-ups, that's good money. Tomorrow I try to do six. It's slow and steady, and consistency is key for me. And I tried to just go straight flat out vegan. I couldn't do that shit. Mm. Couldn't wait to have a cheeseburger. And I love cheeseburgers to this day. Then I learned about balance. Like on Sundays, if I wait till Sunday and eat that cheeseburger, it's going <laughs> to taste better. I might have a cheat day today because sometimes I swap because New York got good food. You like New York food? What? I'm surprised like it, you're I not vegan. It. Like I, I would think you're the person I was, I was who's vegan. like, yo, if I don't grow it, I don't eat it. I was vegan for a long time. I was, but I realized that it's about balance. It's about balance. Life is about balance. All things in moderation. Too much water kill you. Is it gel that that instilled that into you? No, gel. Uh, gel really. This last time I was in prison was the best thing ever happened to me because it it started that process to where I was asking myself questions. It started that process to where I said, I never want to come back to jail again. This shit not cool. Not to not to touch on a place that you probably obviously didn't enjoy that much. But, but jail? Obviously, yeah. Anywhere I go, I hate to say this with all due respect. Any prison I go to, I'm going to have my way. It's just understood already. I'm going to have my way. And it ain't even going to be by force. What do you mean? I just exhibit great leadership qualities. Mm. I'm just a natural leader, so I'm going to be in a leadership position. I felt horrible when um, when you were kind of going through the system and going from here to there, I felt it was beating out of your spirit. It did. It did. Because I was having my heart broke over and over again. Every time I went to court and got set back, yeah, you, yeah, they're going to let you go today. It was breaking my heart. It was crushing me. I went to, went to Florida. No damages was filed. I never even made contact with you. I played soccer my whole life. If I had kicked you, I would have kicked your head off your body. You went in there and lied. If you would have wanted some money, just say you wanted some money, we'll pay you. You lied. You took me from my family over a lie. Does that hurt you till today? I used to harbor resentment toward it. Nominated for the Grammys. I went back to jail. Racist judge found me guilt, guilty, sent me back to hell. You know, then, then after that, okay, I'm supposed to, I do six months on a charge that carry a $400 fine. That's the maximum. You went above and beyond because I was me. 
So that was six months for that. You know, six months. After she sent him, I hey, thank you, Your Honor. You shouldn't have. <laughs> the, then, then I go to uh, I go to, uh, six months. I go to do six months in Florida. I'm supposed to be going home. Twelve oh one. Hey, yeah. Illinois says you have a warrant. You've been served. What the fuck? What you know about having your heart broke like that? Babe, as soon as I get home, I'm telling my daughter, yeah, daddy, come home. Yeah, I'm, we're going to have a tea party as soon as I get home. My daughter was expecting a tea party. She's going to probably think a nigga lied to her. Hope, hope she know that I would die for her. On your latest album, I feel like you seem more expressive than I've... Because one of the things when you just got out, a lot of people were saying... We can't. He has. He's been through hell. We can't wait till he really properly. I had to process. It. I had to process it all. Then while I'm in jail, then while I'm in jail, um, in Chicago, I don't. I'm trying to stay away from the outside world. I don't want to get on the phone. I don't want to watch TV. I'm reading books. You know. I'm just man. Come on. I'm about to. I'm about to knock this little time down. Yeah. You know. Your brother just got pent to the flow. Yeah. They just smushed him. What you know about having your heart broke like this? We was just talking about buying jewelry and balling it hard when we when I get out. Hey, they push this shit back. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what you know about having your heart broke like that? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And I could keep going, but I just don't even want to be triggering to other people. Were well, you at the point of giving up? Because one of the things, and I remember, I've watched the interview I did with you when you came to Everyday Struggle a bunch of times. And I remember you mentioned something we never really got too much into. But I remember saying, you clearly was at a point, at one at one particular point in your life. You excuse were, me, excuse me. Could you hold that thought? I need yeah. to use the bathroom. No, no, of again. course. Go ahead, go ahead. I drink gallons every day. Hey, I got a question. How's my posture? Now your posture is great. You be putting me to shame, nigga. Like you know, you sit next to me. It's not like you sit. <laughs> uh, listen, Kevin. It's it's very interesting even hearing you talk about these heartbreaks because I remember when we did um, Everyday Struggle, and you kind of brought it up briefly, and we never really touched I ain't on stay it. Stay there because I wasn't emotionally stable enough to discuss everything I had underwent. But like it's still in a, internal shit that was going on that I don't even speak about because it's like, you know, like I, I said what I could on Super Generals. That was the most freeing for me. I feel so free after that I could cry right now because it's like after I did Super General, it was healing to the world. Like now y'all see why, y'all see why, y'all see what I was dealing with. It was therapeutic. Yeah, and it's like. That's what made me say, you know what, all my therapy sessions, the songs I record and don't release, hey, I, I, I'm on the gas now. And that's just to show God that I'm grateful. But back to what you were saying about, I wasn't emotionally prepared to even speak on a lot of that without without um, breaking down. 
So, and I'm not one of them tough guys, you know, you know, the Instagram, then I'm not too hard for myself. I'm not no gangster. And because I'm going to be honest with you, every bit I done did, you know, I lay with the gangsters. I lay with all the killers. And I know them. It be the, like I said, be the worst people on earth that be the best people on earth. If that make any sense. The people that society say the worst people be the best people. You just never know the backstory that made people become what they are. One of the reasons I appreciate you, I feel like you give the duality. Yeah, like I'm going to te- tell some you. Some dudes too tough all the time. Like, that's like, I remember one time I had this little situation where, you know, I exhibited a, a act of bravery. And, you know, they was like, man, bro, you a monster. I was like, no. I, was, I wasn't scared. I was scared to death. I was scared to death, but I exhibited an act of bravery. It's okay to be afraid of things, but you face that fear with bravery. See, all that people talking about, man, I wasn't scared. I wasn't. You're lying. That's why your music's great, though, because I, I think th- there's a certain type of vulnerability that comes down your music. And, like, even listen to Kaza. Am I saying it right? Is it Kaza or Kaza? Kaza. Kaza. Okay. Yeah, because I was like a music sharing platform. But it's all good. No judgment. Listening to that, I was like, I think he's at the point where he could tackle certain things in the most vulnerable way since he's been incarcerated. And and, and the, I guess the question I was trying to ask was, was there any moment in jail where like or prison actually where you're like. Man, this is too much. It's too much for one man. I quit. No. Or you came close to that. No. That that happened on the street where I wanted to um well I talked to you about the other time I tried to kill myself. But when I left from you in 2020, I was gonna push my shit out again. Why? I wasn't happy. I was dying on the inside. You can go back and look at that interview and see like I was dying on the inside. I was being as honest as I could. But I was dying on the inside. I wasn't Help at me peace. explain. Help me understand. Help me understand. Like, in, in both situations. Because, I, I, again, I'm an outsider. I'm, when I look at you, I see someone who is, should be very lucky. In 2020, I deleted my Instagram. I think my Instagram was deleted for like a year and a half. I deleted my Instagram. I had wrote my letter and all that. After I took my daughter on her birthday to Cabo, I went to California. Wrote my little letter and everything. Went to the gym, got me a good workout in, put all my jewelry on, took my shower, I mean, at the gym, put all my ice on, smelling good. And when I was about to leave out the gym to go do it, you never know who God going to use. That's why I don't judge people. I don't treat people fucked up based on their physical appearance or based on just whatever they off into. I don't judge people because this somebody that somebody else would have looked over. He saved my life. He was paying attention. He was like, man, can I approach you? I was like, yeah. It was a random fan? Yeah. He was like, your music is the only thing that makes this crazy world make sense. And I told him, man, you know, I'm about to do something gangster, but I'm, you know, yeah, you know, the world's a cruel. I'm joking. That's the way I do. I joke through my pain. You know, the world's a cruel place. Trust me. (laughs) I know, but I know what I'm about to go do. I don't get on Instagram and, man, I'm about to kill myself. I don't do all that. That's horse playing. I'm about to go push my shit out. I ain't going to tell nobody. You just going to find me. I'm going to boat myself to the floor. Watch this. Why did you feel so unhappy? 
because I wasn't happy. Like, I felt unappreciated. Like, I worked so hard, and it's like I wasn't, my work was just, I was on I was wasn't being appreciated by anybody seemed like at the time. Like, come on, man. You got I put my life into this music. And you got people that come sit in the studio around me, go turn in and Kevin Gates and the world just Oh God, that's great what he did. Man, come on, y'all know where that come from. Y'all know where that come from. It don't even got the same texture as this here. Gave a lot of niggas my love. And played on me. They even gonna take my swear, but they can't stand on it. I done got back in my bag. I've been staying focused. And if your bitch get in my presence, she get a good aroma. No, I'm fully fucking focused and we fully loaded. How that bitch go? You can sense that something wrong, all this pain on me. I've been thinking about killer stone in that range rover. Telling lies to my mama, think I'm staying sober. On that Don Abraham, I ain't been staying sober. It been hard for me to sleep. I ain't been taking somers. Dead bodies on my top and they been playing on me. Gave a lot of niggas my love and they been playing on me. They been imitating my swag but they can't stand on it. I done got back in my bag and I been staying focused. And if your bitch get in my prison, she get a good aroma. No, I'm fully fucking focused and we fully loaded. Airbnbs that I own but I run from myself. I just... That hard to sleep. That's just everything. That's how I was feeling. I have so many questions. I got so many answers. <laughs> I don't know if you have so many answers because I have a lot of questions. First of all, like, I have a I don't few, know where that came from. That just was an outburst. It just... I have a few questions where I think that's leading to, especially when it comes to music and music industry shit. And I want to get to that, but I want to ask you first and foremost, just piggybacking off that feeling when you feel like that, the reason why in 2020, when I looked at you and I was like, I, th I think he's in a good place. I wasn't, I, I was faking. I saw you surrounded. It felt like you were surrounded with family or you were put yourself around family and family always will make you feel like to this day, it, it drowns me out of issues that I go through that this wretched world or, or this industry is going to bring to you. Like sometimes just hanging with family, you'd be like, you know what? It just don't matter to them. This is great. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I could see why one would feel like that. I could see. Was that not the case? It wasn't. I was dying on the inside. That hurt. To have somebody to shake their dick in your face. That's what I call it. I'm, I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? But that shit hurt. It's like a slap in the face. I only ever promoted this crazy we talking about this. The only thing, if you know me from knowing me back then, I only ever promoted God and my family. It's not, success to me is not winning like other people think winning. Success to me is you being with your family, your children, everybody, everything good. So correct me and help me because I'm going to tell you what I took away from that interview. What you just took away. And I need you to let me know if I took something away that maybe you've learned that may not be true. I remember watching you and Drika, I believe her name. Yes, sir. And you, the first one we did or the second one? The second one. Okay, the and second you, one. And you both were sitting there, and I, and I said to myself, I said, you literally even said, he said, you need a good woman around you. And, and I was really thinking, I'm going to be honest with you, ever since then, I've been trying to get in relationships. 
because back then I was doing a lot of stuff that just I, I was chasing women or not chasing women, but I was just entertaining the masses who were coming around for the wrong reasons. You want me to tell you something? Yes. I still stand firm on it. You do need a good woman. Without a good woman, a man is handicapped. But you know what you also need to have? You need to love yourself and that person need to love themselves. That way y'all don't project negativity on one another. Are you talking about to- like toxicity? Toxic- okay. Like, so sometimes we could be so hurt that we be in a place that we can't receive love in its entirety and it's unappreciated. And that go for both parties because I ain't on that alpha male bullshit. How could you know? Because from what I saw, you guys looked happy. From what I saw, you were in a place where that would, like, how would you know with this? I was, so more, for me, I was more peaceful then. I was more peaceful then. But I was more peaceful then from the first interview, but I still had so much I was suppressing and hiding that mm-hmm. I never had released. I was dying on the inside. And there's a lot of people that go through that. They make it look good. They smile. You know, when you look at Instagram, people on there, they show you they highlight real. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I know how I'm feeling on, on the inside. So you go to compare your real life to they highlight real. Comparison is the killer of all joy. Hey, he got a Lambo truck. I want a Lambo truck. We was happy just to have a car at one time. Now we want a Rafe. <laughs> He's got what? You know what I'm saying? No, we compare. That's what we do. Until that self-worth start coming. Isn't, as men, I feel like there's a lot of men who for the better good, whether it's the better good of the family, the better good of the kids. I bet you I know what you're about to say. You you do. You, suffer in silence. You, do, you suffer in silence. Right. That's, the, that's kind of how a lot of men are raised. That's not fair. That's not right. Because when I'm not right internally, you know, everybody around me going to feel it. Because I'm not right. That's why the best thing I ever did was take that year and a half off from Instagram and just go find myself. That was the best thing I ever did. I engaged with the world and I got back grounded and found myself. Now I could be a better man to my family. Now I could be a better man to my brothers. Now I could be a better man of myself. Mm. Now that was that was the hardest thing, like getting off social media and disconnecting, not even talking to old friends that was gonna stroke my ego and not hold me accountable. You know, I had a lot of yes men around me, and I used to like to be around yes men. Cause I used to like to have my ego stroke. Agree with me. Now I got people around me that's gonna tell me the truth, whether I get mad or not. Tell me when I'm wrong. Was that um, challenging? Because it was the hardest. The hardest thing for me to do was get by myself and revisit old situations and remove the negative perspective and attach a positive perspective to it. Because everything that happened in my life, good or bad, is a great teacher to me. That was the hardest thing for me to do. Wow, the hardest. Nah, like. Do you feel selfish? Because no. for, for, if, if right now I looked everybody around me, people who depend on me, family, it, it doesn't matter who. Like, I retire my mom. Like, if I, if no, I tell them that, me. hey, listen, I need time for myself, I'd feel selfish. No. 
Because I used to feel like that. I felt what like what, what, I was what, only. I felt like I'm only. As, I'm only as good as what I could do for a person, and that's not true. Because they got brothers out here that, you know, they they committed uh, acts of bravery. You know what I'm saying? And they might be in jail. They veterans. They did this to provide for their family. Took penitentiary chances to provide for their family, and they veterans. Act of valor. So. Your family find a way to figure it out. Y'all gonna have to figure it out because I need to figure me out. Because if I don't help me, I ain't no telling what's gonna happen. I ain't gonna be there to be able to help y'all. I gotta fix me first. I gotta love me first. And that's been the hardest thing I'm learning to just love myself. And I'm falling more and more in love with myself. By setting boundaries. It's hard at first to tell somebody no, because once you tell somebody no, hey, you a bitch-ass nigga, you a hoe. You switched up. You got AIDS. You know, they make up all kind of rumors about you because you told them no. You're a low-down, dirty motherfucker when you say no. But once you set that boundary one time, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. And you get used to setting them boundaries, you're going to notice you got it's so much. It's hard to say no, though. Yeah. As, as, as a man who It's almost instilled In our DNA to provide yeah. And you know we, we get the short end of the stick When it really comes down to it But as long as you're providing you know, I've noticed I enjoy people's Other people's birthdays And celebration of their Themselves Than my own Like it feels almost Let me tell you something The first birthday I celebrated for me Was when I went to Jamaica Really? It's the first time I celebrated myself But the woman Was telling me She was like When you celebrate yourself You show others How to celebrate you and when I was in Jamaica, they had another lady walked up to me and said, you know, it's a lot of people happy that you was born on this day. You really helped a lot of people. And it just was beautiful to me. You ever thought about it like that? I never. It changed my perspective. I never said birthdays was the worst days. Now we sip champagne when we thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> and what Big said. No, of course. <laughs> now you're right. Then I, I, I think and it's interesting you say that. And by the way, you know, I applaud it because I think we as men, we we almost say, of course we're gonna go through that mental torture. We're gonna we're gonna be pretty much the person out there shirtless in the cold just for the family or just for whoever we're providing for. But you know what? That's just how God ordained it. Because I'm gonna we're be men. there. I'm gonna be there for my children. I am. I'm gonna be there for my family. I am. But protecting my energy is not a crime. It's not. I don't care what nobody say. If I walk in a restaurant, I don't like the way it feels. I'm leaving. Mm. I'm not going to be in a situation that's not welcoming to me. I'm not going to sit through it. And since I've been doing that, my life has been peaceful. I was doing this uh, Up Rocks um, performance thing. Yeah. And I noticed once I got there, I was there early, and I noticed once I got there, they started rushing me. I say, listen, with all due respect, if... If I'm, I, I forgive me if I'm if I'm being an inconvenience right now. If our energy isn't in alignment, I will go to the beach and do yoga. Forgive me for wasting your time, cause I'm not gonna never let you waste mine. And then they was like, Nah, take as much time as you need. I get it. And then I went in there and said, You know what? I don't want to do it this way. I just want to do it my way. I'm gonna give y'all an exclusive. And they was the energy shifted, and everybody was like, Man, it's the best performance we ever had, just because I stood on me. I stood. That's I could have did something that was systematic and just do it, Kevin. No, I ain't no just do it. 
If it's not in alignment with me, I'm not doing it. Cause I ain't never tried to do nothing. Either I did it or just or I didn't. You're big on energy, right? Super. Like, you ever had a conversation with somebody and it was draining? Like, you see that person, you damn hate to see that person coming. Like, I know it's about to be draining. Like, I done had conversations with people that gave me energy. But when you actually say something, though, like, I would be thinking, well, if I say something, it might be like, well, Kevin's difficult to work with. He's this. He's that. Do you think about these things? Because... People might not be accustomed to somebody who's going to stand on principle. Like, yo, hey, listen, right now, the the energy and the wave I'm on does not meet. It's just not at. in alignment. So guess what? Something better is going to come. It might have took me 17 years to be where I'm at right now because I wasn't ready to receive these blessings I'm receiving now. I just saw myself on the cover of Ink Magazine. Little mm. old me. Alhamdulillah. I just saw myself, man. I just saw myself on Ink Magazine. That might be minuscule to other people. I just saw myself in the middle of Times Square. Shirt bust open. Big feathers in my head. Yeah, hey, mama, that's that man, mama. You know, that's beautiful. I'm, I'm enjoying this journey now. And I stay on the gas just to show God I'm grateful. There's a period I remember covering. I think you were off Instagram, too. Or you barely used Instagram. But, but I, you were traveling the world, it looked like. And... It was a lot of stuff. It looked like, I don't want to say religious, but it, it looked like it was religious. You were going to a certain place, and it felt like you were almost having a, I'm going to just say a spiritual awakening, where you, where you were trying to connect with a higher power. Yeah, I always Or maybe been, that was part of you submitting. I always been conscious of, of, of a creator since I was a child. I was born spiritual. I've been gifted since a kid. I grew up always knowing that it was something bigger than me. You know, but sometimes we lose our way. See, that's what, like people say, man, I done watched them be every religion. No, you didn't. You watched me respect every religion. Because some people, they may serve God by drinking coffee. Some people may serve God to connect with that higher power by playing the drums. I respect it all. Who am I to judge you to tell you what you're doing? Because what you eat don't make me shit. And what I eat don't make you shit. So I done watch people that just, man, he don't know what he want to be. Nah, I'm living my life and I'm happy and I'm free and I'm having my way. You're not living how I'm living. That's why you got time to judge it, whoever you are. Oh, God, no, Kevin. Forgive me. So not sorry. So, on on a musical wave, and you mentioned it before, you said, which, which you were in a pocket, a notorious pocket, there was yes, everybody knew. Okay, this is this is Kevin. He applying pressure. Yeah, rumble, young man, rumble. Then like Muhammad Ali, I had it all stripped away from me. But when you also went away, I playing that. Does that is ain't as open as When when you went away, and you then come back, and the landscape what? is adapted. Or it's changed. You're probably seeing your influence too. What? You're seeing a lot. Look inside of everybody's spirit, see a touch of Gates. Now they end their feelings because they cannot get in touch with Gates. <laughs> How do you rectify that in terms of. I had to change my perspective and say, you must be great 
because everybody is emulating you. So you're great. So when my partners come to me and tell me, man, look at this dude, man, this dude, man, this dude, he, he a dick rider. <laughs> look like he riding the right dick. <laughs> That's just a joke I tell myself. That, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's just, it's beautiful now because I changed my perspective. It go to show me like how great. So you don't get upset then. I used to. Mm. I used to. Why would you get upset? Because because you playing. If if someone's inspired by you, yeah, but I ain't look at it like that. I look at it like they were shoplifting. Okay, they was taking your yeah, shit. Yeah, you know you ain't like that. Stop playing. I know you for real. I see what you dudes do under pressure. I've seen it. I witnessed what you dudes do. I know. When I come pick you dudes, hey, look, hey, before you get in the car, me, you ready to die? Uh, do a life sentence? Because I don't know the demographic of how the day gonna go. That's how you was talking. Oh, I would never get a call. You know, so I'm just I'm saying, I want you to know what you're getting involved in. No, I'm glad you, you would say that. But that's, I was on drugs and shit. Silly. I used to wear two pair of underwear in case I go back to jail. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was, you know, that was that silly ass mindset, you know, you could beat the charge, but you can't beat the ride. Man, I'm attracting that stupid ass energy to me. I was a goofy. Other people praise that, man, I, I remember you used to be a mom. I was a goofy. I cringe sometimes when I see a lot of that. Man, I'm on drugs and yeah, it was true to what I was going through at the time. Man, the world way bigger than that. So I, you know, like a lot of people ain't gonna say they was a goofy. Yeah, now, I, me, I call a spade a spade. Kevin, hey, see, sometimes I get on my own ass and check myself. You knew better than fucking with that nigga, Kevin. You knew. What did you expect? I knew what was gonna happen. So, like I say, I was on drugs. I was a goofy then. See, now I can sit back from a different perspective and say, you know what? Yeah, I'm proud of what I, I attach a positive affirmation to it now, a positive connotation to it now. Like, you know what? Look at look at what I overcame. Look yeah. where I'm at now. People love me. People always love me, but people like really love me. They proud of me now. When people see me, they like, brother, like, thank you. And I had some little crumbles along the way. I, I like the question that everybody who's watching this is thinking. What? Who, who ran off with the style? Who? We need a name. I can't do that. I, I can't give well, him, well, I, well, I can't well, give information that's gonna lead to a bus. Are the did they succeed? I don't know. I don't know. I just I mean, look inside everybody in me, see a touch of gates. If, if if say if it was people around you, you can't get mad at that because I'm not, because of collaboration. I'm, I, I, I'm I I'm not upset about it anymore. I used to though. I used to let let people hear certain songs and they'll go make a song similar to that and put it out before I drive my. I'm like, ah, oh, you just stole my texture. You know, I used to. You know, I was upset then. You what, know about those things. Do you think? Do you think there's a proprietary like like? It, the but style belongs to you because why when I hear you, I, I, I hear a lot of there, there's a Louisiana type of like cadence that a lot of artists coming out of there. Not saying they're probably stealing, they're in that realm. You know who shouted me out? Go ahead, Fredo Bang. Mm. He kept it real. Really? He saluted me publicly. Kodak Black, he saluted me publicly. He ain't afraid to salute Gates. It's a, it's a lot of others, you know what I'm saying, that just, you know, the only ones that shout me out. 
like really shout me out. Like, yeah, I wasn't being appreciated how I was supposed to. I am now because people see my progress and they proud of me. But I used to get offended when somebody that do that and not salute, not say where they got it from. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but it's nothing to figure out because I'm not gonna never give no names and name drop. I'm never like I look at that like I look at that like telling to me. I'm gonna get to like I'm, I'm, listen. By the time I'm done asking questions, I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna have some idea. What I mean, like, that's just gonna be you figuring it out on oh, your no, own to see what's happening. But I don't do that. Okay, if we told my Louisiana. I've never, I, I, I regretfully never asked you this this last interview, but that was in the, that was in the energy. It, it was so spiritual and family. Like I was like, man, what? yo, this man got me leaving the, the interview space, wanted to just like marry a chick, but what you did? That's the best thing to do. Marriage is a beautiful thing. Man, you had, you know, you sent me on a mission after that. Marriage, I was looking for a woman. Marriage is a beautiful thing. I was looking for a woman to keep me at peace, keep me at bay. Still, I still am. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. As a Muslim, like half of our deen is to have a wife. She's your protection from the hellfire. If you got a good woman at home, you're not going to be out in the street looking for love in all the wrong places. She's going to protect you from STDs. She's going to protect you from being at the wrong place and something negative happening to you. She's going to protect you from all of that because you got this good woman at home. But Kevin, That's going to hold you accountable. I agree with you. And I, I really agree because even in my life now, I and realize. not to cut you off, a lot of people don't miss their water till they wear it run dry. Because I done oh. met a lot of great women. Really? Yeah, but I fucked that up. That's what I was going to say. You know, every time they post you in the shade room, they be, they, they, they be like, yo, what's going on with women? They could say, did they see me nailing them? Did they catch me nailing the chick? Did they watch me punch dick in, in, in whatever woman I was with? Did they watch me issue dick? If y'all ain't watch me issue dick, hey, all that talking could go in the ground with your dead people because it's just dead. It ain't nothing. They, they feel like, I guess, the, the super general the, freestyle was, was they, you they, basically saying that we're separated. And I think they were looking at y'all like, you know Instagram get married to people and couples. You could be so invested in people to where, like, you start living vicariously through them. That's what Instagram is? You know, is? and you live by carriage through the images that's displayed. Because they got a lot of couples on Instagram right now that I could look in their eyes and tell, she not happy, homie. Or he not happy, homie. I could look, y'all don't like each other. Y'all energy off. Y'all playing. Instagram does that a lot. I seen. It t- I mean, a lot of people try to, oh yeah, we happy, but y'all dying on the inside and trying to kill each other when the, when the, when the uh, camera's cut off. I don't want to live that type of lifestyle. Do you feel like you owe an explanation? Because no. obviously it's, it's your family life, your private life. I don't owe no explanation to nobody. You're going to think what you're going to think about me. They say the worst things about me on on, on, the, um, on the internet. I don't refute that or challenge that. I don't care about that because that's just y'all opinion. I know what's happening with me. Suppose they say, well, nah, Kevin, Kevin's a hypocrite because a couple years ago, he was so family oriented, looked like he left the family. He's doing his own thing over here. Do you feel nothing happens for nothing? What do you mean? Nothing happens for nothing. Put your thinking cap on. Nothing happens for nothing. If you tell me somebody just got killed around the corner, yeah. it ain't happened for nothing. He okay. did something. It's just it's just so violent over there. Why? Something happened to make it get like that. So we could just sit here and play game, man. Kevin the hypocrite. They could say what they want to say about me. 
Shit, I've been called everything but a child of God. <laughs> they talked about Jesus Christ. What chance you think my little bitty funky ass stand against the rest of the world? People wake up to hate me. Then they got some people that wake up and they inspired by me. But, but I those people a- also want, qu- uh, want answers too because I think, I know there's a lot of men. I think I was one of those two. I'm lo- looking like, you know what? Maybe I should get out of this phase of doing this and look towards meaningful relationships it's, with a woman of it's value. It's the most beautiful thing you can do. It's the most beautiful thing you could do. But they might is. be confused now, though. I don't care what they is. Figure it out. I had to. Because I don't <laughs> want nobody no explanation. Like, <laughs> I'm not even about to tip. But you know what? No, no, what? no. I understand. The Anybody, thing, I think you you're never, right. One thing you never heard I think me you're right about You it. never heard me apologize. You never heard me. Man, Gates, they said, man, fuck them. I don't care what nobody think about me. I'm not about to make myself miserable to make somebody else happy. Man, these people need an explanation, man. Them people could suck my dick. Are you happy With now? all due respect. Are you happy now? Want me to be honest? This the most happiest I've ever been in my life. Really? I swear to God, I could cry right now. I never felt more free. I never felt more appreciated. You could look right now at the at the way the game going. People are starting to appreciate me in my entirety. My ego would have disallowed me to post. I just posted pictures of me doing yoga. Bent up all like a pretzel. My ego, my masculinity, that toxic masculinity wouldn't have let me. Man, I ain't no real nigga shit. What you mean? This is healing. Is happiness being free? Yes. They had this white dude told me, hey, Gates, free men don't ask. I was like, wow. Okay. That just, it just, I don't know what it meant, but to me it resonated like when you free in your spirit and you just free, I don't care about what nobody think about me. I'm happy now because I'm having my way. I get up in the morning and do things to make me happy. Let me ask you a question. Let me, if let you're, me give you an answer. If your happiness brings someone else on happiness, is it right? Say Ask the, the question again. If your pursuit of happiness brings others that are either aligned with you, affiliated with you, involved with you, might be family with you, if your pursuit of happiness for yourself brings them on happiness, is that right? It's the most right thing on earth. Because mm. I'm not about to make myself miserable to make somebody else happy. I'm suffering in silence. I'm dying on the inside. My spirit is just not beginning to thrive. When a man meets his mission, he and his mission become one. I'm on a mission right now. If you're not in alignment with where I'm going, then we wasn't meant to be. Get right or get left. Mm. And I mean that with all due respect. Forgive me. I'm so not sorry. I love me. And I'm beginning to love me even more. I ain't come up here to try to be politically correct. Talk a bunch of regurgitated therapist talk. I ain't with all that shit. You know what people tell me in the streets? I love you. I'd rather you hate me for who I am than love me for who I'm not. At least I can't be real. I said it didn't have seeds. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but that, uh, and it's just, it's crazy. Like they got this rapper. Yeah. And he's no longer with us. Uh, his name Nissen. And he say 20 pounds of hay because I didn't have the weed. At least I told the truth. I said it didn't have seeds. And I just always, it just like, me and him had a great relationship. And, you know, his name Nissy. 
Yeah, yeah. And I just always. Where's he from? He's from Louisiana. Louisiana. He's from Baton Rouge. If you ever hear me say, um, I got a house in a building on the same street, 31st, easy T, bitch, play with me. It's just, it's just shit he used to say. And sometimes, like, I just throw it. I'm just giving you a little backstory. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, at least I told the truth. I said it didn't have seeds. As we speak about Louisiana, I, I've always wondered this. I, I don't know if I ever asked you this. Yeah, we're a different breed. Whatever happened when you were a young boy? I love him to death. He's just on his journey right now. There's nothing he could do to make me stop loving him. I got his face tattooed on me because I see myself in him. Wow. He's going through a lot of trials and tribulations. Wish I could put my arms around him right now. That shit killed me to see him suffer. I wish I could just put my arms around him right now. Because I'm going to always love you forever. But he's just on his journey right now. That's what brothers do. Have you guys ever talked, like, recently? Yep. As a, uh, like, right after the Super General drop. Really? Yeah. What was that conversation like? I mean, it ain't what we discuss is what we discuss. Yeah. But I told him I love him. I love him. Do you see him possibly as how you probably thought of yourself a few years ago when you were going through it? Where it felt the legal system was a never-ending process, just putting you through it, putting you through it. Yeah. But it was testing your faith. Man, and that hurt me. That hurt me to see him going to court. You could see how weighed down he was. You going, not knowing the outcome. See, a lot of people don't know what that's like going to court. You could see it just, it was heavy on him. I just wanted to put my arms around him. Hey, I love you. Stand up in their chest. How did you deal with that? I had to stand up in their chest. I'm already a nigga. I'm born guilty. <laughs> I'm a nigga. <laughs> hey, your car smell like weed. Let me search. When I change my people, places, and things, and change my perspective, you know, police speak to me like these police that done arrested me and all of that. They speak to me now and say they proud of me. That sounds like the rhetoric that was on that infamous interview that people hated you for. Though. I don't give a fuck what they hate because y'all ain't never committed no crimes. Y'all ain't really did nothing. Y'all don't do nothing but when y'all get... See, they ain't never been in programs. I've been from the juvenile detention system all the way to the, to the adult jail. So a lot of the sheriffs and the police and deputies, they was, they, they was prison guards at first. So I know them. Coming there, getting a paycheck before they was road deputies and all of that. So we, I ain't been knowing me since I was a kid. In and out, this bitch revolving door. Ain't nothing to do in Louisiana but go to jail or die. I don't care what people don't like. They got mad when I said, I don't support Black Lives Matter. Because who they matter to? We kill each other all day. We talk about each other all day. You know who talk about me the most on the internet? Niggas. <laughs> Niggas. You know what's worse than a nigga? Two of them. <laughs> Make you don't want to be a nigga. Yeah, man, it don't be no it don't be nobody else talking about me. It be niggas, my own people that look like me. Talk about me like a dog. Kick me when I'm down. Can't wait. <laughs> look at look, look at Gates. Went to jail, they celebrated, clapped their hands, it was happy. I don't look at color and see race no more. I see real and fake. That's it. Even when I see police, what's up, big man? Don't work too hard. <laughs> I'ma try not to, Gates. Did it affect you that it was 
it was somebody of your own color that sent you to, to the institution. You know how niggas go to jail? Because niggas tell on niggas. It's a 98% conviction rate amongst blacks. They tell. You ain't know that? That's what niggas do. They just talk good as a bitch. That's all they do. They so, tell. So you don't feel like it's like, you know, it's us versus the white man. Or man, we was taught wrong. We was taught wrong. Don't no motherfucking white man to pick my motherfucking destiny. I was in my own way. I was self-sabotaging. I got to take accountability for me. I got to. Now, I don't celebrate Halloween and all that and carve out the pumpkin because I know from slavery, you know, my, my ancestors were slaves. So I know what the pumpkin stand for when they used to hang us and put the pumpkin on top of our head. Really? I'm not inviting that energy into my life. Yeah, that's what that is, that jack-o'-lantern. That's a nigga. Hung. Yeah, he put the pumpkin, and gouge his eyes out, everything, put the pumpkin over his head and carve the bitch up. That's what that did to him, hanging from a tree. You know, I don't celebrate that, but did this white dude right here next to me, did he do that to me? He ain't did that to me. And if he do, I bowed him to the floor. What's him? Or I'm a die trying. So I'm just saying, like, we was taught wrong. We be having this, man, man, watch out for the white man. Man, when I, I ain't never had no problem with no white. It been niggas. And was, I look, I like, like, it's crazy. Like, even in jail, I'm like, okay, we gonna stick together and ride in this bitch. They giving the black people cold food. Man, when we stood up in that bitch, come on, let's scuffle. Let's, but we gonna fight with the police. Come on, let's go. When they came in there with them guns, them fucking baby powder guns, them, you know, that fox spray and all that, you know what them niggas did me? They all went got in their rack. It was me, probably two other black dudes and a Mexican. The warden even told me, I respect you, you're a man. Start sticking by yourself. See, we was taught wrong. See, I live in reality. I don't live in you showing me a graphic image of somebody and saying, oh, God, man, we got to get We got to just World War Three Because y'all ain't bought all that. Because soon they come out there with them, them, them pepper spray and them guns, you know what a nigga get to doing? Running. Let me see you die for it since you believe mm. in it so much. See, niggas just talk good as a bitch, man. That's why it's real and fake. I don't know what color a real person going to be. I don't know what color a fake person going to be. How, how you know somebody real? They do real things. How you know somebody fake? They do fake shit. They do whole shit. People hate when you, when you say shit like that because they're like, I don't they, care. They, they I don't to, care they, they what people a, a say. Group thing I don't like, care what people say because I'm really a gangster. What I look like arguing with a rapper or a goofy? I'm not tripping on that. I'm a gangster and a gentleman. That's they want you to believe, man. The the, the, the code of the streets is killer be killed. That's not true. It's live and let live. Now if you violate. We're going to demonstrate right there. A lot of people did say, though, they were like, well, I wonder if your opinion changed when you went to jail. I've been in jail since I was 13. I've been in and out of prison my whole life. I've been in and out of prison my whole so life. So you never blame the white man like, oh, man. They I, just used to, I used to have a problem with police. Tell I guess what? A little respect go a long way. Yes, sir. No, sir. A little respect go a long way. I don't see the badge. I see a man. Me and greet me, and I'm gonna respect you like a man. Now, hey, now I ain't gonna lie. Now, once you get to where you violating, hey, you gonna have to kill me right here. I'm gonna make you. Yeah, pu push my shit out right here. My children gonna be straight. You know, everything good. 
Because I stand for something different than what the world stands for. I don't care about all that shit. That's like it's the it's be the people that get the worst rap in the world that be the best people. Mm. I don't I don't I'm I don't join organizations and all that shit because it's popular. You, you don't subscribe to groupthink. Yeah, I don't subscribe to that group shit. I ain't with all that. These are my thoughts and my feelings. See, I live in reality. I know when I walk out of here and go to a restaurant, I walk in there, hey, hello, how are you? You know, if the energy not right, hey, I don't feel welcome here. I go somewhere else, hey, how y'all doing? You know, everything Gucci. You know what's happening? I'm about to sit down and have me a nice little meal. Hey, Kevin, can we take a picture? No, sir. It hurt me to say it. Kevin, can we take a picture after I finish eating? It depends on my energy. Mm. You can't be mad at, man, we your fans at, man. But see, you trying to impose your will on me. Your energy, I ain't want to stand next to it. There's some people I don't mind taking a picture with because their energy was cool. I see. I just, it's just me. That's just how I am. I wasn't made for everybody to like. I know whatever. If I got to lose a fan for keeping it real, I hope I lose. Them the fans I don't want because mm. your love for me is only based on conditions. If I ain't doing what you want me to do, then I'm not your friend. So fuck all that. That's make believe shit. I, I see you on Instagram, and I think you were just like walking down some street, and I think someone was like they weren't really bothering, but they were they were they were talking to you, and I remember you also said you don't seem like the guy who rolls with like super heavy. Nah, duty I be by so, myself. Nah, security. That dude, that dude said all that on who posted that video. That was clout. He said that. That night that I was walking in New York by myself, I got so much love that night. These people love me here. You don't feel nervous? Nervous? Why? These my people, they love me. But you're a target. How? The same way you're a target when, if it was another person who that situation with that young woman happened, that person don't go to jail. But you Kevin Gates. Hey, they gonna they go make up a story because you know what? Hey, Even, well, bitch, bitch, give me a life sentence because I ain't about to be no prisoner of this shit. You violate, I'm going to demonstrate. You do become a prisoner of, of kind of fame, though. No. That's 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 your mind. I'm not putting that energy out there. I have good encounters. I got positive energy, and I receive positive energy. I don't hope for the best and expect the worst. I hope for the best and, ex- and expect the best, and the best happen. Them dudes gave me a different kind of love. Super general. And New York niggas is not friendly like that. That is true. I got a lot of cousins up here right now. I don't even know I'm up here. I'm talking about it, and they with the real shits. You, you don't think you could ever be a target and like, like, no. you have something to protect. You know what I mean? I, I think these I days. I pray. Oh, yeah, that's, I, mean, I forget to say. Yeah, I am protected. I pray. Well, a lot of people say rap is like the most dangerous profession. For who? Rappers, like you. Them dudes live in Phil. They attract negative energy because they live in fear. I pray. I believe in God. I'm protected. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Now, it didn't say the weapon wouldn't be formed, but it's not going to prosper. I'm protected because I pray. It may sound weird to people, and I'm very humble, and I'm respectful. I, I'm not going to pass by a man and I say, excuse me. I'm not. Like, you don't take a chance. You ain't had a chance. You're making a plan to lose. <laughs> I just, you know, I know how to stand and greet a man whenever you walk in a room. I, I just know I skipped a few balls, but I just wanted to say that. I know how to stand and greet a man whenever he walk in the room. Men greet men, homie. Yeah. I don't violate. I don't get 
off on violating another man. I move in the jungle. In the jungle, the, the universal law governs all events. I am the law. Maybe at a certain point in your life, you you, you maybe were that. Like no, when you were younger. I ain't never violate. I just demonstrated. Now, we all go through trials and tribulations in life. That's just that. I ain't saying that I had a smooth sailing, but I moved freely everywhere I ever been. Even in prison, I moved freely because I respect the game. I respect the laws of the land. Mm. A little bit of respect take you a long way. Yes, sir. No, sir. And then I'm a man enough to admit if I'm wrong. Oh, forgive me. I'm, I'm a man enough to admit if I'm wrong. If I step on your shoe, excuse me. Hey, excuse me. I don't mind telling you that. I'm humble. I'm not no tough guy. Now, if you play with me, hey, just don't play with me. That's all I ask. Leave little old me alone. I like to go hunting, fishing. I only talk to really one person, two people, my brothers on the phone. I talk to my brother. He like to go hunting and fishing. We love animals. This is what we do. Hey, don't play with us, though. Please don't. That's it. Yeah, it, it don't look like you really start problems. No, like I don't. You never heard me argue with nobody on the internet. I don't even care. It ain't that serious to me. Because I'm not going to never see you nowhere because you don't be nowhere I be. I be in the woods and shit. You niggas be doing whatever y'all be doing. You know, no judgment. 